0: Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 18 of the Nomads of Fantasy podcast. My name is Brandon, and I'm also here with Eric. Hold on to your butts. And special guest, Nick Arnott. What's going on, Nick?
1: Hey, spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice, I like it.
0: Spared no expense. We spared no expense Sorry. having you on this episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, Dave is out, and we filled in with something... Equally as cool, maybe more cool. I don't know. Well, everybody decide on that one, but uh, Hopefully, yeah. Man. And and Nick is a big fan of movies. Um, I am. So and Nick and I are both creative guys. We both are into a lot of things: music and design and all that stuff.
1: What well, goes and on and on?
0: It goes on a little, probably too long, honestly, for our <laughs> you know exactly. way we are. But um, but yeah, Nick is. When, when I needed to find a guest to fill in for Dave being out, Nick came to mind real quick because the guy is just nasty with a camera in a good way. And <laughs> we were talking and you just said, dude, I love Spielberg. Didn't. So, all right, real quick, we threw yeah. in some j- little quotes because we're talking about Jurassic Park and you probably saw based off the title of this episode, but Jurassic Park, the movie that started a Yeah, franchise. I don't know how great that franchise is, but what are the best movies? And you threw out all these Spielberg movies. I was like, man, pick. And that's what kind of got you into maybe, if anything, picking up the camera. Right, Nick?
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think it's definitely part of uh, kind of my story, like my coming of age story as far as kind of being in the field that I am. And and so, uh, you know, when we were kind of talking back and forth and you said, you know, we want to do Jurassic Park. I was like, man, that, that's awesome. I feel I feel blessed to be here just to be able to talk about
0: <laughs> it. It's, a, it's like, yeah, there's like Star it's a, Wars. It's a
1: big
2: one.
0: <laughs> there's Yeah, there's like Avengers, uh, Jurassic Park. Yep, I know. Uh, Dave was like, oh, man, Jurassic Park, that's going to be a good one. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped to talk about this one. Uh, Eric, when did you first see this movie? Did you see this one? Because you're younger. You're younger than Nick. You're younger than me.
2: I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. You must have been. One, so I was born. In, yeah, I was born in 1994 after. Um, yeah. yeah. So I can't remember the first time I saw Jurassic Park. It must have been super young. Um, my most prevalent memory is probably seeing Jurassic Park three in theaters with my mom. Um, so I was I think that came out in like 2005 or something. So or 2000. No, it was actually early, earlier than that. I was really young, um, but I remember enjoying that as a kid. I mean, looking back on the third one now, I mean, it, you know, pales in comparison to one, but yeah, I, I was obsessed with Jurassic Park as a kid, dinosaurs in general, like every kid was, but uh, yeah, I've, I i can not even count the number of times I've seen the first one by now. Uh, right. It's definitely a, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's probably the case for most people. I think a lot of people
0: have seen them. I don't think somebody's is out there. Maybe they exist i don't know who this person is who's seen all of the jurassic park movies except the first one <laughs> you know like right, who is that exactly. person how did you maybe, do this with
2: your life maybe like the newer generation because uh, you know they're kind of rebooting it a little bit with the jurassic world franchise so you know kind of catering to a younger generation but interesting i'm hoping kind of like that Star their Wars. parents will introduce them to the original and where it came from because
0: right who's that parent Eh, you don't need to see right. the old one doll's exactly. holds up <laughs> Um, all right, well, hold on. I think we're getting too far into the Jurassic Park because I think we're excited, but uh, real quick. <laughs> and yeah, so what we like to do between episodes is just kind of catch up on what we've been watching or playing or anything like that. And honestly, I- I'm still working on freaking Hades. And nice. I- I- Dude, I got, I got to Did the final Hades boss. Yet? No, man. I mean, I beat him. <laughs> and then he does that lame video There's game thing too. where... There's yeah, a phase there's a phase two. two. Yep. And at that point, I was toast. And I'm also playing with the god mode on. I just suck at this game. But I'm working <laughs> on the bow. Uh, I finally got the Hades. And yeah, uh, I'm I'm thinking like the next escape or two. I'm at like 26, I think. 25. Maybe. Oh, wow. 25, 26. Yeah, I'm trash at this game. You'll Nick, have you, have you played Hades? Do you know what it is? Okay. Yeah, it's just it's a roguelike game that came out in Game Pass and it, it's been out for like a year or so, but it finally came out on Xbox and everybody's played it. We did an episode on it and everybody's beaten it. And I just feel like I'm trailing behind <laughs> and I can't beat it. But uh, I did. You'll get there. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, though, real quick. They just added Mist. Mist is this video game that came out in the early 90s on the PC. I like even... the original they yes. added? Yeah. Well, wow. dude. It's not the original, it's like a remake, it's like a remaster where they they mm-hmm. did the, they well, kind of cool. took it in 3D and it's not still images, it's actually mm-hmm. you can walk around in like Unreal Engine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, and it's I don't know, man. I it's a weird feeling to like play a video game that you haven't played in god Decades. It's a weird feeling because like I know where I'm going and ah it's just I've been here before.
2: So if someone like me who has no idea I mean I know what mystic never never played it, never yeah. don't have any nostalgia for it. If I went into this uh whatever remake or remaster, would I oh, enjoy it? Is it I think isn't it would. like super obtuse like puzzles it and is. everything? It is it type? is
0: I it is, but like um, it, it's a small little island that you explore and everything has a purpose so everything is just clickable and I think it it's fun I know I was thinking about that like who the hell would want to play this today that's never played the original but I think it's kind of like movies where if you get into movies right? like whoa Jurassic Park was amazing I don't think the next movie you're going to see is Casablanca I think eventually you <laughs> get to the point where like you start digging around for some of the classics like why is this always referenced? why is this always referenced? I think Miss is one of those games that, I mean, shit, it's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, just download it. Check it out. Play it for like an hour or two. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But at least you, you know, got to try a classic game that is just, I don't know, a PC game.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, I think it, I think it was kind of like the first, like, kind of escape room. You know, I think it kind of appeals to me. Oh, my to, God, uh, Nick. It kind of is. And I, I remember playing it when I was really young and not even really understanding what I was doing. It was, you know, kind of back in the day, you know, like for me, um, you know, I think around that time I was still kind of a little bit younger and my dad installed on the computer. So it's like, oh, there's a new game on the computer. You're going to play it. And I remember just sitting like not knowing what I was doing. Um, Uh,
0: No, nobody did. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. That was like the game to have on your PC back then. It's like, you know, it shook out windows and like windows, like, it was visual at that point. It went from like three to like, maybe not nine ninety five, 95, but it was like, I'm getting so geeky right now, but like there was yeah, yeah, this yeah. era where like <laughs> you could play video on a DVD and a computer. And I just remember this era and the internet was coming out and mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it's oh. very, and the graphics were just, it was a still image or whatever, but still, it was just like, whoa, that looks way more realistic than Mario Brothers, <laughs>
1: you know? I think that was probably, like, one of the most exciting times in both computing and, and gaming. Because uh, I remember uh, it just wasn't even possible before. And then, you know, you're hooking up all these peripherals. We had, you know, Need for Speed, like the original one. Oh, and uh, yes. you, sure you got, I... like, the, you know, the uh, steering wheel and the gas pedal. And younger me is like, I'm driving a car. Dude, and, did you, uh, yeah, yeah, you had a awesome.
0: PC that you gamed on because that's what I had actually in the '90s. I was, I, yeah, I was a little PC gamer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and when well, this stuff was just emerging, so it was like you literally felt like it was like the first time, you know, it ever yeah. was happening. And I think that was like, you know, and you know, to kind of touch off of like games that we're playing. So I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft Classic. Like that's just been what I've been doing for like the last uh, year. Nice. And it's kind of weird because like when it first came out everybody was exploring it for the first time and you know you didn't know the secrets you didn't know how to really you know everything was like hey i I found the secret now you know come and you know go on an adventure with me now it's like Like, everybody like when it first came out out. yeah 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 and now it's like there's no secrets anymore um (laughs) and it's just like you you just kind of tackle it from like oh here's a glitch over here that we can take advantage of and here's a glitch over here we can take advantage of which is a it's kind of a funny take on gaming in general i think like there's something special about that like 95 to like 2000 era where we got to explore games for kind of what they were and i don't know i don't know if we're gonna get that back
0: yeah because they passed that shit out what are you trying to do manipulate a game patch it out
1: dude that's what yep. blows my mind dude like things came on like uh, uh there, there weren't patches fact, Right. Like, it was it, it was perfect or that was it yep they that ship it, it. it and
2: that's what it is yep <laughs> If there's if there's a glitch in there, you can't just send your disc in to get it fixed that you just had to deal with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you can't play, I think Daggerfall is like the second game in the Elder Scrolls series. And as popular as the Elder Scrolls series is, the second one Daggerfall has this game breaking bug in it. And I think I think you can't beat the game. I think it's a broken (laughs) game.
1: Oh, that's brutal.
0: Yeah, and that's that was this era of you would buy the game on a disc, you would install it, and psh, that's it.
2: Yep. Uh-huh. I love that. What's yeah. what special you? about it. What do you got going on, Eric? What, do you um, do? what have I you been dipped, doing? <laughs> I dipped back into Horizon Zero Dawn because they just released a uh, PS5 upgrade. Um, so they got you know 4K 60 FPS now. Uh, it's one of the last ps4 exclusive to kind of get the ps5 treatment upgrade um and it just feels so much better in 60 frames uh compared to the 30 like it's night and day difference the combat Hold feels on. like isn't so it 60 frames no, already though n- nope it's 30 on in the ps4 version yep yep it's a big difference when you i like as soon as i boot it up I'm then like, it's a yep.
0: really smooth 30 and it has a it, really it is solid smooth. frame
2: rate then OK, but uh, if you saw it in 60, it would, yeah. it would uh, blow your mind. Like the combat just feels so much smoother and quicker and snappier. Um, it just feels great. I'm getting pretty close to the end now. Finally, like I bought that game when it came out in 2017 and I'm still haven't beaten it yet. So then, uh I restarted a save recently and slowly working my way through it. But I'm excited to finish that one off. Um, haven't had much else going on, dinking around with a couple things on Switch. Um want to do a couple more Hades runs here and there, but not a ton happening right now in the gaming world. But that's about all for me. Um, I, You didn't
0: watch Cruella on Disney Plus with your family? <laughs> I think that finally no, came out. No, I did it, not.
2: Did <laughs> I have no uh, interest yeah. in that.
0: <laughs> My wife uh, doesn't even like that actress, and she watched
2: the whole thing. And she Emma Stone? That. Emma Stone's yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It wasn't for me. I was never really a huge fan of, like, the original, like, 101 Dalmatians movie. or joke. whatever. I, so. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm joking. I didn't think
0: that you were waiting in line to, to watch no. Cruella. It's out. Like,
2: I've seen it. It's got, you know, every time you boot up Disney+, Plus, it's got the big Cruella banner. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, I'm not, I don't know. Probably
1: won't check that out.
0: Yeah, probably won't be a mini review on, on Cruella. No. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, you
1: know, very niche audience.
0: <laughs> I hope, yeah i there could be i bet if i went on my podcast and i did a search for like cruella i bet there'd be a decent amount of episodes about the character <laughs> in some way i don't know who those people are but maybe i should check yeah it.
1: yeah it's like main like the really like mainstream stuff like there's like a whole yeah. community that only They're watches that stuff. everything <laughs> yeah right,
0: exactly <laughs> Oh, you're probably right. That's probably what it is. Well, whatever. (laughs) that's them. That's not us. We're talking about a movie that's like
2: 26 years old.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: mean to be offensive, but I don't really think there's a podcast audience that listens to that. You know, if you're listening to podcasts, you're not really in the same. Yeah, I don't. I think you just you consume the mainstream stuff and that's about it. TMZ too, a little bit.
0: <laughs> you know, I wonder, uh, how much, how big is the podcast, uh, meeting getting, you know, like how are people really your everyday people getting into it? I don't know. I, mm-hmm. you know, I wonder I mean,
1: what, I, you know, what'd be interesting is kind of like what COVID and working from home has had as an effect on that too.
0: Well, right. You see discord got really big. You saw clubhouse got really big. You saw mm-hmm. Facebook and Spotify starting to explode the audio space. And then you got these podcasts that have been going on forever. I would be curious about the numbers. I mean, shit, we started this during COVID, you know? Uh, yep. I don't know. I,
1: you know, like when I think about even me listening to podcasts, a lot of my first recommendations for podcasts were from you, Brandon, because you would oh, really? be listening while you worked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I like, true. I did back Yeah, Nick and
0: I yep. used to work together, and Eric and I used to work together. So I, I used to work with both the guys separately. But yeah, Nick, I've I, I probably <laughs> been listening to them for like what? Seven, eight years, nine years, something like that. Yeah. A- yep. 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 And I still
1: listen to some of the ones like that that you would listen to um when I'm like Ooh. on road trips and things. Like some of the, uh you know, like I think one of them was, uh, you know, stuff you should know and yes, things, that's my you know, things they don't things they don't want you to know. Yep. Those guys are one. great. Yeah. Yep. That one I don't think is going anymore. uh, If if memory serves, but oh okay. Um. Yeah. Every every time I go on like a road trip, like I got like five hours, and I just want to you know. I, I'll throw one of those on, and I, it's just—it's like—it's like that they're—they're they're in tangent with each other.
0: Well, Nick, i let me—I got good news for you for your next road trip. I have eighteen awesome episodes as of right now <laughs> that you can listen to of this
2: wonderful show,
0: and they're hour and twenty hour and forty minutes long.
1: <laughs> I'm invested. I'm—I'm, I'm, hitting me in. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey,
2: I'm always listening to podcasts eight hours a day at work. Every time I'm in the car, I throw on a podcast. Every time I'm like doing chores around the house, I got headphones in, listening to podcasts. So I'm I'm always listening to podcasts. I mean, I got my mom into podcasts by uh, she listens to our podcast every week now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I used to actually. So I used to have a much longer commute to work. Uh, it used to be like you know around thirty to forty minutes. Now it's about thirty to forty seconds. um so previously i I would love i would love to like get my news and and things like that by listening to people who you know had opinions on it and you know so um i kind of miss that actually
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i kind of had the same thing when i was working with brandon i worked an hour away it was an hour drive there there and back to buffalo so um i was yeah i was always listening to podcasts and it it is nice um it's kind of like you know, just a morning routine, throw on a podcast, and then I have the one specific one that releases every day that I listen to on the way home. So it was kind of a nice routine, like wind down way, you know, coming home and everything. But I don't miss the hour drive. Um, but like you said, yeah, it's a thirty, it's a thirty seconds to walk upstairs to my office,
1: right. exactly. Yep.
0: Well, I hope people are listening to us uh, when they do dishes, when they mow the lawn, <laughs> when they take a nap. Hey, I don't know. Oh, I just mowing like, the lawn's a big yeah. one,
2: too. Yes, yeah, sir. I
0: know. Yeah. Just put some headphones on, block out the sound, listen to some conversation.
1: Let us uh, know uh, Let us know uh, how you're listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, right back in. How, how do you like to hear us? <laughs> um, all right. We're rambling on about a goddamn podcast. Let's, uh, let's take a break. And then let's talk about that cool movie that came out. What was it called? Jurassic Park. That's right.
3: Yeah, Jurassic that's the one. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's take a. Yes. All right.
0: Let's take a break, and then we'll get into it. And we're back. And we're back to talk about some dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Dinosaur. <laughs> Dina- DNA.
1: boom, boom, uh, boom, boom,
0: Dude, best, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what, what do they call that? Um, exposition. It's probably the best exposition of any movie, honestly. It's so charming. Usually, it's Brilliant. like black, ta- uh, black background with white text on it or yellow. Um, you know, or like some person talks like the intro of Lord of the Rings. They kind of glad you like talks over everybody but this Mm -hmm. movie does it like 30 minutes in or something like that Um, yes we're talking about Jurassic Park Jurassic Park Uh, Eric real quick just for if you've been living under a fossil um, (laughs) can you
2: can you just what is this movie about the first Jurassic Park listen yeah like I said I'm gonna say right now if you haven't seen this movie stop I don't know why you're listening to this first of all stop the podcast go watch the movie don't worry, we'll wait right here for That's you more important.
1: You That's more important than exactly. the Exactly. <laughs> just,
2: just go watch yeah. that movie right now. But broad strokes, you yeah, got John Hammond opens a well, he creates a park um, with genetically engineered dinosaurs, um, and then he brings all these people to show them. Chaos ensues. Dinosaurs start killing people, and. That's what we got. It's it's not a very complicated plot by any means. No, um, what could go the wrong? The simplicity of dinosaurs
0: it dinosaurs back for entertainment purposes. I think,
2: yeah, I think the simplicity of it is kind of the beauty of it. Also, absolutely, um, like it 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 doesn't get too bogged down by super specific sp- plot details. Like they go into the specifics of how they engineered the dinosaurs and everything like that. But like as a kid, like I didn't understand any of that stuff, and I didn't really care about that stuff. The, just the dinosaurs are what makes the movie, you know, and obviously there's the characters. There is some depth to the characters as well, like the characters make the movie as long as you know, also with the dinosaurs. But um, I mean, as a kid, you know, the dinosaurs are everything.
0: It, it delivers on its promise, because I remember watching Ninja Turtles and I remember not getting what I was promised, which was bringing the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. to life. Did they look cool? Yeah, they look cool. But they weren't anywhere near as animated as that cartoon and bebop and rock city were not in that movie. And I don't know. I've, we've all seen stop motion and all that stuff. And like, it is what it is. But when they were teasing this movie, I mean, this was like Lucas, uh, Lucas, Lucas, uh,
1: industrial Light magic.
0: Thank you. Yeah. That, that I did it. it. Yep. Yeah. It was a big deal and it had Spielberg's name on it. And I just remember when this movie came out, it, I, I, It gave me... Dude, I still get chills. That scene when... When the two scientists, uh, Grant and um, his girlfriend, oh, I'm drawing a blank, I don't have to. Sadler, Sadler
1: Sadler, Sadler, Sadler. Thank you, yes.
0: <laughs> Who, when I was younger, I wasn't attracted to, but now that I'm 40 and I am like, dang, she's have a beautiful cha-
1: woman. Things have Yeah, changed. she's an attractive woman. No or wonder good. why everybody's hitting yeah. on her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but when they show up and she's like blown away by like this like ancient uh, extinct plant, and like uh, yeah. Grant is like freaking, He's like the way he reacts That's, to yep. it is That's like so how good. you would react. And they tease us. We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen the money shot yet. And when he mm-hmm. grabs her by the head and pulls her up and she gets up and they're looking and they, they're like losing their breath, the music kicks in. The camera is still like, it doesn't have the dinosaur. It's not like, there's your dinosaur. You just see like yep. it's lower, like it's lower half or something like that. It can't get it's the whole thing reveal. into it. I thought that was a mm-hmm. great way to reveal a dinosaur and look and like, know that it's and- so real.
2: You know? and that first like they made such a smart decision to make it a brachiosaurus like because yeah. it's massive oh, it's yeah. huge like you said the shot focuses you know it starts at the ground level and just pans yeah, up, go up and it just gives you the scale of and how it, the, the huge music, it is
0: and the dinosaur gets up, up yep. they get, and then it it lands on the ground and they're yeah. like oh my god they're all just blown away I was, dude that movie yeah, movie's great. That scene still holds up. It's a good movie. I gotta give Spielberg credit, man.
1: Yep, and I think you're right along the journey when, you know, he 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 has to sit down and take a breath, right? I think you're, you feel that as the audience that this is, you're totally invested in the idea that this is something that is completely groundbreaking.
2: Groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Groundbreaking. And, You've and,
1: never... and, and to be meta about it, that shot is also groundbreaking as far as cinema goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So we're literally right there with you just from the way that they accomplished that.
0: It's a weird feeling. You don't get that much where like the characters in the movie and the audience are experiencing something together.
2: I watched... uh, So I watched the movie... Um, and then I, after the movie, I watched uh, the movies that made us on Netflix about Jurassic Park. And then I watched the making of Jurassic Park, uh, which came out like two years after the movie. It's like a 15 doc, like yeah. minute okay. documentary. Um, and all that was super interesting. Uh, and just the, like you said, the groundbreaking uh, technology, the CGI that they use. Because before this, there was only like a handful of movies that actually use CGI. Um, so young Sherlock Holmes in 1985 had the first ever CGI creature on screen. And then, uh, the abyss and terminator two, like you were saying, um, but no movies up to this point had had actual like animals on screen, you know, like something believable that's living and breathing. Um, and it's funny because in those documentaries, I learned, I didn't know this, I don't know if you guys knew this, but. Like, originally for the dinosaurs, they started with stop-motion animation. Yes. Um, uh-huh. So yes. They, they they got Phil Tippett, which he was, like, the best stop-motion yep. animator at the time. Um, it was kind of a like, safe bet
1: at the time. You yeah. That that's what they, the industry relied on, you know?
2: Exactly. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they at, at first they had no question, like, yeah, we're going to stop-motion. Um, and then during production, they just started playing around. Uh, the effects department started playing around with CGI and we are like oh we could do this way we could do this with CGI like there's no reason why we can't do this um, so it kind of put Phil Tippett out of the job at that point after they showed like this test of this uh, yeah, T-Rex to what, what doing did he, his run animation
0: yeah because like Spielberg says like looks like you're out of a job and doesn't he yep. say more like extinct And <laughs> he, which is yep. why in the movie Grant exactly. because Malcolm's like looks like you're in something don't you more yeah I thought that was um I thought that was, that was really, really cool. Good
1: yeah.
2: They put that line. From in a
1: filmmaker standpoint, you know, sometimes you need to go off and do those renegade kind of com- concepts and say, you know, I have got this idea. I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, from a design perspective, Brandon, you can even say the same thing. Like sometimes there's something that you want to, you want to attempt. And I have such an appreciation for these artists in the day where, you know, even Terminator 2, like the scene where he walks through the metal, you know, that is still difficult from a compositing and and even three with our 3D technology today it's difficult to achieve that 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 thing and they had such a level of excellence that they had to achieve and and, and Spielberg wouldn't accept anything less than like realistic and I, it's just crazy looking at films that came out after Jurassic Park that didn't accomplish what Jurassic Park did
0: the T-Rex scene in the rain with the well the reason it holds like, up how? so well
2: the reason it holds up so well for me is because they use that combination of CGI and animatronics. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they built these. I mean, they built that huge T Rex, you know, and the like the Triceratops and everything. So, they had these physical things that the actors could interact with, um, you know. So, they use those for like the close up shots. And then when you see a full body dinosaur, it's CG. Um, mm-hmm. So that combination makes it so much more believable than like, or the, like if, was if everything was pure yeah. CG, right? Yep. Exactly. Yeah,
1: beautifully done. Right. Yeah, just the 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 transitions are are seamless, and there's so many films that don't accomplish that to this day. Still I think that's, to this day, it just it speaks to the level of excellence that they all had um, for trying to accomplish something like Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, I, I one of the things that I noticed was. That, and I don't know, and maybe Nick, you know this because you I, you do audio as well as video. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: when, because I know you've done like independent films and all that stuff. But this movie is one of those movies that I can hum the music to. I can more or less in my head recreate the sounds that these creatures make. I can picture mm-hmm. the logo. Mm-hmm. I can picture the outfits. John Hammond, what is he wearing? Tell me, guys. What is what is John Hammond wearing oh, in this movie? A white, flowy <laughs> suit. Right. <Yep. laughs> like, With the white what, hat just, like, and the cane. You know, white, yep. right. He has a very distinct look, uh, right? Each character all does. All of these guys. Yeah. Do, yeah, Malcolm. What is Malcolm wearing?
1: A, a dark you know button down I don't know. uh yeah i mean but that's his persona you know He's like got the black yep, so... with awesome. unbuttoned
0: shirt with the dark tinted glasses right oh and yeah laura derns has got the khaki shorts with the dude everybody has a very distinct look in this movie yeah the logo I, I just like when they know they have the look that's what i love like when they made star wars they knew that the stormtroopers looked awesome right yeah mm-hmm. they knew everything about all the characters in the background looked awesome. The, the, the vehicles the and the sound that everything makes. And I think when they were making this movie, I don't know if they meant to do this or it just happened because it's a good movie and we've just seen it so many times that we get familiar with these sounds. But like, if somebody says Kong, Peter Jackson, like, yeah, all right, I remember watching it. I don't remember what any of those creatures sounded like. I have no idea what the theme was. I remember the gorilla being really realistic looking but again, mm-hmm. I don't know, but Jurassic Park, I can picture a velociraptor doing that
3: boom boom
0: sound yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know? And the di- like the Jurassic, I'm sorry, the Jurassic Park, the the um the T-Rex like how it just is so menacing with that sound and that thud, that specific it's thud. Just yeah.
2: sound design. Yeah. So, yeah, the sound design is amazing. The yeah. And they used and it makes it more authentic cuz they use like actual animal sounds and everything for the dinosaurs like the raptor is like a combination between a dolphin and a walrus or something like that. It's, it's so cool um, that they just went out and recorded all those like natural sounds. And again, that's just, it just makes it 10 times more believable than if they just synthesized something.
1: Yeah. I think this was also one of the first films where you saw a dinosaur that wasn't cheesy. And I think this is where it actually kind of, pulled it into a real like oh that's what dinosaurs actually look like i think that's one of the major things that the audience took away was this is the first time i've actually seen a dinosaur
2: mm-hmm. yeah and they pulled in like paleontologists and everything just to get the accuracy and whatnot like they you know originally they wanted to make the raptors have like this flicking tongue like a lizard would have but the you know the paleontologist that they were consulting was like no they w- raptor would never do that they're more closely related to birds and everything so the, the, every just the combination of that stuff just just uh knocked out of the park with like believability and like these bringing these dinosaurs to life nick you're you're making me think about something where like
0: not only that but this movie also made us like scared of dinosaurs mm-hmm Um, fall in love with dinosaurs. I mean, come on, right? John Hammond's like doing that. Like, come on, come on,
1: little one, come on. It's like a baby (laughs)
0: dinosaur that's probably gonna eat somebody's face later. But oh, so cute, right? It's like, and then like the awe and wonder of the 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 really big ones, and then Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like there's all these emotions that they let the design the they let the uh, the dinosaurs draw out of us and it's just crazy how like he said they didn't go cheesy it didn't go instant horror mm-hmm. there's still dinosaur like the vegetarian girl uh I forget her name but the the little, one of the kids yeah. where she's constantly vegetarian yep. Le- yeah is this vegetarian is this a meat eating one you know so I just like she's always on the fence of like I don't know my dinosaurs but that's right there's so mm-hmm. many different ways to treat the dinosaurs in the movie very respectful too also come on yeah. the T-Rex is like I want to see the T-Rex. I want to see the T-Rex. And they get right. excited mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh my God, you have a T-Rex? Yep. Like, you have a T-Rex? And he's like, we have a T-Rex. And then they go and <laughs> yep. see the T-Rex and it scares them shitless. They're, they're, they're just as, and then as they,
1: excited about us as the audience, yeah. you know? And when, then
0: they, and then it, but then it's like scary and then it goes into being the hero at the end in a weird right. way. I was going
2: to yeah. say, yeah, it's funny you bring that up. Another so thing cool. I didn't know was that uh, Spielberg rewrote the ending um, because he was so impressed with the CGI from the T-Rex. So originally um the original ending was something a lot less you know impressive it was just grant facing off with the raptors and he managed to like shoot one and kill one with like the you know <sighs> the skeleton or Out whatever. Of it.
0: so this is so much more poetic because it but I just saw now,
2: it. yeah now that they they came up with like the cgi technology to basically do whatever they want they had this huge you know fight between the t-rex and the raptors and like Without that, like the ending would not have been definitely Although, not have been as impactful.
0: Dude, that T Rex we constantly can hear when it's coming up. How do they like get surrounded by the Velociraptors in that main lobby? Doesn't matter. Now, doesn't knowing,
2: matter.
1: T Rex right there. Okay, I'll That's... say this. I'll say this. There's a couple things in Jurassic Park you have to kind of ignore, and oh, yeah. and even Spielberg ignored them, and he's cool with it. So I'm cool. The with famous it. cliff, the famous right, cliff exactly, scene where like exactly. the T
0: Rex. It has a yeah
1: but you know the I, I think the iconic the most iconic part of the film um is when right after that the fight scene when the banner falls mm-hmm. down
0: I call I wrote that down oh so good he, he chucks at he chucks the t-rex has a velociraptor on him and it's biting it and eventually grabs it and it launches
2: flings it that into the Raptor into skeleton, the fossils.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then the fossils Yeah, I thought that was so poetic. And then like you said, Nick, and then it does that money shot where it, it, it like roars and right where the camera is, the banner falls down when dinosaurs rule the earth. It's just yeah. like whoever so sketched that scene out must have like got up and just so like knew, like oh. Yes, we just made the greatest movie of all time with dinosaurs right, something right. that's impossible. As even, a creative person,
1: I can't even imagine like that's an, that's one of those things that you stumble upon. You know you, you don't plan it. It kind of comes and you're like I just I just created gold. Uh that is a, a rare experience and it's it's just unbelievable.
0: Can we Hold on. So we're going all over the place because this movie is awesome, <laughs> but like hold on a second. <laughs> I I was watching this movie and like I was like, okay, this movie is perfect, right? It's like one of the top ten movies of anybody's list. Right. Uh what subgenre, like or what genre would you put this in? Seriously. Uh, dude, I
1: do. I was thinking about that. And do you, a oh, bunch sorry. of different genres. Yeah, man. Like, exactly. Dude, yeah, I think, go ahead. I think it's multiple genres. And, multiple and yeah, I've been thinking about this like the whole time we've been talking. And even watch you know, watching some commentary about Jurassic Park. So you have you have Jeff Goldblum's character, Ian Malcolm, right? And that that entire character and I think I this really clicked like recently that his whole his whole genre is just dark comedy
0: dark comedy chaos mm-hmm. theory yep. is cool
1: oh, yeah thing. Yep. yeah it's like Flirt. this really deep existential problem, but at, at the same time he's say, he's delivering in a way that is comical and he's kind of like it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. I don't think I realize this when it's, you gotta like, go you gotta go yeah he is the comedy relief he's also kind mm-hmm. of like the sexy. Kind of character oh, in the yeah. entire film. But he's and also when the guy he
2: gets that When he gets everybody. injured, he's just laying on the table with his shirt like open. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. He's so he trying to be real sexy in that scene. <laughs> yep. but yeah. But he's
0: the one that's just like, he's like, I am just so blown away at like how. Sh- like how overconfident you are. Remember like when they're. Ham is trying to get everybody to buy in. It's like, so this is why I need everybody here to sign off. And like the only one that's backing me up is the lawyer. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And
0: he's just like, Yeah, but like you don't understand how dangerous this is. And then he says the one of the coolest quotes of all time, which works so well with this movie, which is that your scientists were so caught up of, of, of trying to figure out if they could that they didn't like bother to look if they should. I, I butchered that, mm-hmm. but it's close enough, you know. Point it was glad one to one. (laughs) And later, later in the movie, movie, same thing, balanced it so well.
2: Yeah. Later in the movie, Malcolm even says, I forget when, but he says like, I hate always being right. You know? (laughs)
0: Oh, right. Must, must go faster. He, this movie has quotes again, a good movie. You can quote. Why is this movie yeah. so quotable? I don't know. But like hold on to your butts. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. you never watched Hell Jurassic
1: yeah. Park with me. Like I'm glad we watched this separately and not together for some reason. <laughs> like it I would destroy it because I'm literally quoting word for word the entire movie.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Uh-uh. Uh, the uh, there's so, you so much the detail. Word? Yeah,
1: there's so much detail to it. Like that's what I think is truly impressive is there's so many like sub plots to this that you can kind of pick apart and love that no clo- you know.
0: and everything closes mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. All the fun, fun plots.
2: Fun uh fact that I learned um apparently the hardest uh like special effect thing that they had to do in this movie was the iconic like water glass shot with mm-hmm. you know the perfect circular rings when the T-Rex is walking up Apparently, they tried like so many different things to get those like perfect uh, rings in the cup and like they their special effects department just could not figure it out. Um, but I forgot what was whatever guy was responsible for doing that. He said he tried everything and he ended up going home and he like looked at his guitar and he was like, oh, oh maybe that'll string. work. So he put the water glass on top of his guitar, plucked a string and it made like the perfect little rings in the water. Uh, okay. So what they did was there. feed like a guitar string through the Jeep. And then every time the, the rings appeared, someone was plucking a guitar string. Underneath a, it's, a, it's amazing.
1: You know, and yep. that's such a beautiful piece of art. You know, what's cool is the storyboards said, Hey, we need these rings. You know, like mm-hmm. that's, what's going to okay. build this. And then they, they, they said, we need to figure this out. And they did it. You know, and I, I just yep. love, like, the indie side of that, too. Like, there was almost, yeah. like, no rules. It's like, let's just figure this out. I can go back to the renegade side of even doing the CGI. It was it was filmmaking at its most purest, which is very experimental. It's just artists kind of coming together and seeing what you can accomplish. And to make... <laughs> I don't... I, I feel like I'm just, like, fanboying yeah, there talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it really every single element of this film like came together it's just so beautifully everything dude even the mm-hmm. script I was watching
0: I was watching um a guy review it on YouTube and he called out one scene about how tight the script is and it I was like wow it really does speed up that whole subplot really well and it's um it's when um Wayne Knight's character um Nedry? He, he, what is it Nedri Nedry, yeah. yeah. He is in, I don't know, Hawaii or wherever he is. He, he's he's undercover. He's got his glasses. He's like hanging <laughs> out, eating, and he's meeting that guy. Dodson. Um, Dodson. Dodson, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Dodson, Dodson here. We got Dodson. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, that scene's awesome. <laughs> Wayne um, is great in this but movie. But at the end of that scene, the the woman drops off the receipt or the bill. And all he does is real quick with two lines is, don't get cheap on me, Dodson. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes that's mm-hmm. what hammond that's what hammond i did. noticed that too, and you yep. instantly know his motives just yep. like that you don't have to have anything else to explain it they do a little bit later when they draw the tensions between like okay he's just like i like i don't right. blame people for the mistakes but i do let you know i want them to like recognize them and you know, like take responsibility but like everybody makes mistakes i get it um so you know there's like some kind of friction there but i just thought that was well done, because technically he's the villain. He's the one that kind of sees the opportunity, and then he's the one that kind of fucks everything up. Mm-hmm. Also, real quick, so he takes all those dinosaurs, and then he dies trying to make it to the dock to escape. Those all roll out mm-hmm. into
2: the water. Did get covered ever... by the mud. Yep. Yeah. Do they? Ever I think they anything? just get buried. And that's okay. it. They don't. Yeah, okay. I'll,
1: I'll say this on the on the uh, Jurassic Park ride in Universal Studios. If you like peer into the forest, you'll see a little barbasol. Uh, shaving oh, that's cream really candy. cool. That's yeah. a great detail. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That is the really fact cool. that you can remember that detail in the movie again it just shows how good this movie is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just the visuals and the sound and again, like speaking. That of, and the I mean,
2: we mentioned the music a little bit before but john williams the score in this movie is um, like probably one of the one of the best most iconic themes ever i would say like when they're in the helicopter riding to the island and the theme just kicks in like you get like legitimately emotional (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) exactly
2: incredible Uh uh-huh
0: I like the yeah. I like the violin sequence that comes in after it. It goes.
1: Yeah. It's very menacing. It's very like tension. Right. But beautiful. Mhm. Yes. There's there's like so much I want to talk about when it comes to this, <laughs> this film. Like even the soundtrack. You know, and this is just kind of a personal note. That was one of the first tapes I ever had. You know, oh, like out, really. Yeah. Nice. I had the soundtrack and <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So when I was when I was younger, like right around that age, you know, I think so it came out in 93, right? Um so this is going to I'm going to give my age publicly on a podcast. I was a, I think I was like 4 years old and I got a I got a Walkman when I was 5. And and the soundtrack wow. was what was that and I think Ghostbusters were the sound like the only tapes oh, I had. Man. And uh so I that was my mer- my first intake of really music. And that's kind of what inspired everything you know as far as music goes as far as filmmaking goes in in me my entire career is based, is honestly based on <laughs> this, this movie like i don't want to get like i get awesome i, I don't want to cry on this freaking oh podcast. man i'm gonna cry man but I no uh, idea. <laughs> but this like inspired me so much like as a as a four or five year old thinking about how how do you make films and, and referencing jurassic park as as the is the film that you you're trying to imagine that they, they made, um, it's, it's becoming, a, a, a very much a part of me. I'm, I am very grateful that I was in, in such a, uh, kind of a mindset, you know, so Br- Brandon, when, when this came out, you're, you're seven, eight, somewhere in that range. He was 34. Uh, 93? No, I
0: was in my 30s. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hold on, asshole. (laughs) No, I was 12.
2: Okay. I was 12. So when
1: when they came out- It's the
0: perfect age. It is the perfect age. When I came out, I saw it in
1: theaters. My parents were fortunate enough to take me to it. And I was probably like five years old.
0: You must have been Mm -hmm. scared shitless. Dude, the opening scene, I don't know if anybody remembers it, but you always picture like you know, like dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, dun. opening scene scary movie, yeah. Dude, it is the opening scene. It starts off with this, like the
2: raptors. yeah
0: it's it starts, yeah. But the music John Williams t- pulls like something out of like um like Star Wars with uh like like the Sith because it's um it's like this whoo-
1: kind oh, of sound, it sounds like oh, this yeah. kind of horn, it is, and then it
0: goes into and there's like this synth in these yeah. chorus of dudes, really deep. It's very like yeah i don't man I, it gives you chills because you know what and then it and then it does ah oh, then it goes into like them trying to contain a fucking dinosaur and the guy gets eaten and well, it does that whole like shoot and it goes right in this well he mouth
1: changes then, he changes from a conservationist to like uh okay let's skip all that yeah like we have to be realistic about this
2: mm-hmm. oh you're right yeah. Dude, it's, i mean we were talking about we were talking about genres earlier and there's definitely a horror element because like Spielberg uses those classic like monster movie techniques. Like he doesn't show the raptors in that first scene. Mm-hmm. Like all you see is the guy like getting dragged into the pen. And an eyeball. And, like, yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you see the eyeball. Like you don't get to see the whole monster until much, much later in the movie. Um, so that's very effective too. Yeah. Like, the
0: Velociraptor in general is just well done from the CG at the end to just the way they explain. You know that the foreshadowing is there, man. He, Mel Meldoon, right? Is that yep, his name? Yep. He's mm-hmm. like he's like like kill them all. Like they should not exist. Yeah. And then um he's like they're smart. They're really smart. Um, they are constantly learning. And even in even Grant when he's talking about it to that kid who I thought was like a forty year old woman in that scene, it was like this sounds more like a big turkey
3: <laughs> like that kid. And I was like is that a kid,
0: but uh, it is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, go back and watch that scene is weird. But uh but uh, he's explained to his like this thing's very scary and when it's looking at you, it's too late because mm-hmm. the two on the sides are the ones gonna get you, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what gets Maldun later on, and that guy is supposed to be like an oh, expert yeah. on these things yep. and he couldn't figure it out. There's like character uh,
1: development f- not just on the human side, which they, they do beautifully and, and just, just right.
0: incredibly Grant's characters done well mm-hmm. with the kids and mm-hmm. shit, yeah.
1: But on the flip side they're also doing it for the dinosaurs. And go I, on I, oh yeah yeah well I think it's it, it, it's it's amazing <laughs> like like these dinosaurs are just as much character built as 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 your typical on-screen character you know just just the anticipation to understand that the the raptor you know like from from the opening scene where the raptor is ruthless and can just tear someone apart to hey you better watch out for these and then Methodical, you know when they're first yeah. watching them in in the scene uh where they're feeding the cow, um, you know, you don't even see the raptor. You just see the, the the violence. You just hear it. The,
2: the sound. And, yeah. And, and, and you're uncomfortable.
1: And then they're yeah. like, okay, let's go get some lunch. Let's go get some chili and sea bass.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they focus so much, like in the behind the scenes stuff that I watch, they focus so much on making the dinosaurs act like actual animals and not just like mindless monsters, you know, like eating machines and everything. They tried to make it like, how a dinosaur in its natural environment would actually act you know like the velociraptors are hunters um the t-rex is just basically just going after anything that he sees move you know like it's using all those animal qualities and animal instincts um and like they're not in a natural environment like they built this like park around them and that's not where they're supposed to be and they're you know judging you know by the movie they escape and (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> just do what they're
1: meant to do. And I just want to say this really quick. And I love that the entire cast, if at least in my memory, revolves around Jurassic Park. When I think of Sam Neill, Laura Dern, even Jeff Goldblum to some extent, and pretty much the rest of the cast, minus maybe Wayne Knight, they are Jurassic Park.
0: So, I'll, real quick, Laura Dern, can I, can I t- go on a little... um? Please do. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So I've seen this movie about, oh, I don't know, 187 times. And her character is very interesting to me today. Knowing with the conversation about women in general and just how we treat women in movies, especially in 2021, we're very aware of what we've done to women characters for a long time. But when I look at this movie, it is interesting and it may, it's very beautiful because she's... The, all right, this movie is groundbreaking as far as taking new scientific theory with dinosaurs evolving mm-hmm. from birds, right? They kind of hit that right in the beginning. Um, the T-Rex may or may not, you know, see base off moving. I don't know. Some things have come and gone, but, but they propose a lot of ideas. They also said, hey, CG, you know, if you do it right, can exist in movies and look awesome and they did that right so there's all these like things that they did that's kind of evolving um everything in many ways and when you look at the female character right you're thinking very attractive woman her whole point is to just be like a love triangle and i love that malcolm tries to go in and swoop in for like them to make the move on her and she's so preoccupied with i'm here And I'm with a dinosaur, and it's sick, and I think I know what's going on. And she's digging in the shit, and he's like, "That's a big pile of shit, or whatever." (laughs) And and it's just like it's like a wake up call to him because she does not; she's not just like this piece of property or trophy for these men to fight over. Right? She's her own character. And then later on, she says something like, um, "God creates dinosaurs. God kills dinosaurs. God creates man. Man creates dinosaurs." Dinosaurs eat man. And then she says, woman rules the earth. And again, and it's just like her character is that line where like, she's mm-hmm. just not your average. I'm just a pretty woman that they'll fight over. And then she's the one later on in the movie where uh, Malcolm's injured. Hammond's like kind of yep. whatever, trying to explain the schematics of the property and how to get the power back on. She's like, we can't wait. I got to I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And Muldoon's like, I'll go with you cuz so I I got the gun and I know how to hunt these things and when she's getting ready to go Hammond's like it, it really should be me that's going and she's like why cuz cuz she's like because I'm a I'm yep. a, I'm a man and she's like I, I notice that well when I'm back we'll talk about that sexism shit <laughs> and she, <laughs> yeah the sexism shit and she's right and it's just yep. like, her character is fucking badass and dude she's like leaping over that. shit she's crying she grabs like uh, what's his face, like Sam Jackson's arm, and it's like detached. She almost got eaten by one jumping out. It's a of horror, horror movie for this woman. Probably the and most level-headed,
1: level-headed character of the entire movie. She
0: she is yeah. the big badass of the movie because everyone else is kind of making mistakes or kind of doing things, and she's the one. Who is literally doing everything, and she's—I don't know—she yep. was a shit. So I got to give the movie kudos for just aging well in that sector, where like we can look at a movie from the '90s surrounded by all these macho men, and she's just as badass, if not the most badass person. And it's not cheesy or forced. It's—it's it's exactly what we want out of a movie. And I just—I don't know. It's just this movie. It just ages so well for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it really does. Um, in in so many capacities from a storytelling capacity, from a even a CGI capacity for the last, probably trailing 15 years from when this came out. It was yeah. rare to beat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the Set biggest movie standard. up until
0: Titanic, I think, as far as like successful movie or something like that. I think that's Finitially, probably correct. Yeah.
2: I want to say it's still, I don't know. The, what, the movies that made us thing was like, I think it almost made like a billion dollars, like globally, worldwide. So dude, it might be like the highest-grossing COVID franchise, like movie franchise. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's pretty crazy. Um, I mean,
0: good, good for the team that worked on it. I mean, I yeah, dude. Every time I picture a scene, it's just like, like how did they know? that when uh, the girl was it Lex or whatever, mm-hmm. when they finally find safety, they finally get back to the to the main building and they're eating like food and she grabs jello and there's like a cartoon of a velociraptor, and then a real one kind of like is behind it, and you see the silhouette. That's a cool yes. shot. But you only know that shit's up because she's holding like jello, and the jello is jiggling like crazy. It's this green yep. jello. And yeah, it's just like, it's so not good. soup, ah. it's not cereal, it's not a salad, it's not. They like. We need to show Jello because it'll really demonstrate how scared she is, and she's just like shaking. She can't mm-hmm. even. If you wanted to do a trailer, I can't remember the trailer, but like you could show that scene, and people would get the point. Like, oh my god, and uh, it is a scary movie. It has some scary. There are a couple of jump scares in this movie, and it's uh like that poor girl. Like she's just in the car, and then the. She's like, where's the goat? Or something like that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. A bloody leg is like laying on there. And then when the T-Rex is on it, this girl's scream is awesome because she screams like she's in a horror movie with the mud flowing in. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Yep. Although,
2: That's one the one of the that reasons... read the
0: goddamn flashlight. So kind of hurtful, <laughs> right for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's one of the reasons Spielberg wanted her is because she could scream so well. Yeah, I think what was it? Was really you heard funny.
1: her scream and that was... That was all he needed.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think yep. I
1: think it's it does hold weight. Um, I think that was one of the key factors in convincing him to to use her was it had that classic mm-hmm. scream. Yep, and, and it plays off. You know, even um, there's, I feel, <laughs> I feel like there's a thousand things I could talk about. Like even you know, even the T Rex, you know, he's he's got his mouth against the glass. And it's the same with like a shark, right? Like. You know, if you if you stop a shark like like they if you stop a shark front on, yeah, they can't Mm -hmm. hit you because their mouth is kind of back, and that's the same thing that they were experiencing. Like they were kind of able to survive in that kind of like when the glass breaks and they have it like above them, like the T Rex really can't get past it.
2: Yeah, that was a really good thing. Yep, yeah. There's a there's a funny um, anecdote about Sam Neill uh, and Grant's character. Um, Steven Spielberg wanted. Uh, Grant to have an American accent, obviously. Um, and apparently Sam Neill's accent, American accent, was so bad that like three days into shooting, Spielberg just said, like, forget it. Just use your uh, regular accent. And he's from New Zealand. So there, the some of the first scenes that they shot, like the Triceratops scene and like the electric fence scene, there are like points where you can clearly hear Sam Neill's New Zealand accent. Like there's oh. one line where he's like, Oh, I guess the power's is off, and you can clearly hear his New Zealand oh, accent okay. coming through. Um, but then it like, doesn't after bother that, if that's in there. Yeah. Dude. It's funny because like, after that, Spielberg's like, nah, go back to the American accent. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> Sam Neill's American accent is just so bad. But uh, I thought that was a
0: funny story. I, so, real quick, I did not know this, but when I did do a little research on the making of it, um, Jim Carrey tried out for the uh, Malcolm character. Oh, and wow. That would be a different movie. So it would have been so weird. In like 1993, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey was probably the biggest name He's at in at the Hollywood. top of his game. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I just thought Jim Carrey in this movie would have been, as much as I love him,
2: I think Jeff Goldblum just it. would have it. changed the tone. Yeah. Yeah, because like, like Nick was saying, like Jeff Goldblum has that dark comedy mm-hmm. to him. And like, I mean, Jurassic Park isn't like a super dark movie, but it's you know, it got a more serious overtone. Like it's dealing I mean, with some pretty serious themes. Chaos theory with the
0: water, flirting with the, yeah. floor, flirting with the hand thing. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Jim Carrey being like, all right. I just, just don't think he could another. pull that off. Like, oh, it'd be horrible.
1: Chaos theory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could imagine yeah. that.
0: <laughs> uh, must go faster. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Somebody needs to like. Jim Carrey needs to like kind of find a way, to... or somebody dig up those scenes when he's like doing the readings or something like that. That'd be great. You gotta cut no, this. You gotta yeah. cut this out of the really episode good.
1: because I'm lost my head off and just thinking. Oh about Oh my
0: <laughs> god! Do you, I mean, it is funny to think about how like the almost and what ifs kind of thing. Because um, Chris Farley, if he didn't die, he was going to be Shrek, and you can yep. watch. There that are yeah, there seeing. are examples yeah.
1: of him actually running through the script.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. So it's a what if could have kind of thing, but this is a little bit different. I think Spielberg's like
2: Jim. Spielberg pretty much I'd like got to work with him, but
0: not this movie.
2: Yeah, Spielberg pretty much got everybody that he wanted to get as far as actors go. Like he knew he wanted Jeff Goldblum for Malcolm. He knew he wanted Grant or Neil uh, Sam Neil for Grant. Oh, okay. He knew he, he, he wanted he Laura does. Dern for yeah Sadler. Like he I don't know how that he works. picked out these actors and he who do you want? You know, he knew he That's wanted to the get the one.
0: Like how do you Neil? I didn't even know who that guy was. Until yeah. he was in Jurassic Park. But
2: I was gonna say, at the time, like all of these all of the actors he got were like I mean, they weren't like household names. Um, so I think it was much easier to get them. Um and this is kind of the movie that launched all of their careers. It, you it know? reminds like me you kind said. of
1: of the office a little bit. Like a lot mm-hmm. of the, the people in the office are really congruent with you know, their yeah. their personality is unfortunately typecast into into the office and i think that's what the appeal to it is is you can kind of look at these characters as fully invested in this film and uh and you know even you know here we are, what i mean we're almost 30 years ago yeah it's insane <laughs> it's insane
2: how well it holds up, and I up.
1: still think of a lot of these as a, yeah, it's, it's so I'm
0: pretty sure they're all looking back and the the day that they said yes to this movie and smile because I I think oh, yeah. even I mean Spielberg knew when Crichton was working on the book, he's like, I want this movie or something like that, and then mm-hmm. like it was a big everybody knew, and even Crichton knew was like, I want a shit ton of money for this, and I will do the uh, screenplay and all that stuff, and I know a lot of people helped with that, but everybody knew. This was going to translate well to a movie. Um, I would like to read the book someday. I I think it's not going to be as good as the movie. I think this is one of the ones where they did a better job. That's like, Spielberg.
1: Hammond. That's Spielberg for him, man. Yeah. Like, Spielberg magic.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, Spielberg just... When he's when he's really good, he's one of the best. I don't know if he's always making the best movie, but when, I mean, he was making Schindler's List at the same time he was making Dredd's Part my Mind. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. He yep. was like, once a week, he was, yep. like doing, he was like doing Zoom calls. With well, Eagle, he was. Basically. He said he
2: was. He was doing Schindler's List in like the days and Jurassic Park and the nights or vice it, versa. No, exactly. But it was insane. Yeah,
1: and he had like some of the technology. Like, okay, we're on Zoom right now. And that's that's like, how we're doing this podcast. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get behind right. the scenes, but that's how we're doing it. <laughs> and and well, there's and, the movie magic dude, for you all. <laughs> they had to with Spielberg. He was literally video conferencing their team. Before that, technology even because They invented I technology know. to even make that happen. It, I know. It's mind-boggling. He's,
2: yeah, he's like directing a you know, remotely. This is,
1: look at this. This son
0: of a bitch is the same guy who fucked around with Jaws. Remember that? And he's just like, oh, my God, this shark looks so bad, man. <laughs> what is he? And he's got like he couldn't sleep. He was literally throwing up. He wasn't eating. He was like a mess. And he's like, I just started my career and I ended it with this one movie. And then he's like, the POV shit is what saved the day. Don't show the shark. Just don't show it. And they figured it out. And he's like, I mean, he's definitely one of the best directors mm-hmm. ever. I mean, yeah. And this is one of the best a, yeah. movies and he's made some of the best movies. The George the AT, Lucas, Steven Jaws, Spielberg and combo, Jones.
1: like what they worked on together, like, I don't know, dude. Did like, Lucas
0: do anything with this movie? I know he ran, like, I'm sure they, ILM and all that stuff. You know,
1: but... besides, like, what, yeah, yeah, besides the ILM side of it. I like, mean, they're best friends. Right, right. He probably right. said something. Yeah, they, they probably mm-hmm. had a conversation.
0: like you better have some horror in there. Like, oh, yeah, that's a good Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: and there's definitely probably behind-the-scenes conversation that you don't see in any of the featurettes where he's talking about, like, maybe we, we, could, we could amp that up a little bit. Like I have such a respect for that friendship.
2: I know Lucas was in the screening of the first like, um, CGI T Rex like fully skinned oh, and modeled walk he? cycle through the field. Yeah, and like they were all just blown away by that. That's the moment they okay. knew where they you know where they had to scrap the um the, the stop motion the stop and go motion. with the CGI. Yeah, I
1: think we need to give. And this is kind of talking about Laura Dern and kind of her character. Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy in the producer yeah. role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has, she's probably one of the most important producers of all time.
0: Oh, dude. I, I dude, Kathleen Kennedy fan over here. And I think everybody that keeps yelling her name because her name's on Star Wars now doesn't know what they're fucking talking right. about. It drives me crazy because, like, she's ruined Star Wars. Like, you dumb fucks don't understand that her name is on everything you like. Exactly. Everything you love. Her ass has been tied to it. She knows what she's doing. You're just mad that you didn't get what your little head thought of. Dude, trust me. Yep. I think Kathy Kath Kennedy is awesome. Yeah. And I think it's a shame that her name has been tarnished because people got upset with the new movies of Star Wars. Dude, but. like She's oh, like
1: yeah. the behind-the-scenes uh, person that she's probably been running all of this the entire time. Um, And there's a reason that you see her time and time again. I I appreciate that we were were able to actually talk about um that that as a as an entire concept.
0: Yeah, I just went in her IMDb and it's it's just ridiculous. She literally is in everything. She's if you like Hollywood, you can thank her. She's she's just knows what she's doing. And dude, like the like Spielberg, when we were talking about what he was doing, how old was he probably in during the time he was making Jurassic Park and Chandler's List. Because I'm 40, I have two little kids, I freelance, I do a podcast, I play guitar, I take photos of toys. I'm always doing things and playing video games and watching shit. Like I'm always doing things and I'm, I feel like I'm never keeping up. And so he was, I he was in Spielberg his late 40s. Doing...
2: He was like 47 when Jurassic yeah. Park came out.
0: I, I'm exhausted sometimes at like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh man, I want to play Xbox, but I'm so tired. And Spielberg was like doing Schindler's List, this heavy thing, that's, it's this realistic movie. And then he was doing something that was groundbreaking for a mm-hmm. summer blockbuster. And it's just who, how did he do it? And it's just because the guy probably gave up a few years of his life to make this shit for us oh, so yeah. that we can want make movies ourselves you know it's just incredible that one guy can do i i, I he, he had people with him i'm just saying though like we know his name because his name's on the line and he is the man and he just fucking delivered it's just it really is impressive you don't appreciate it until you see decades of movies since that are good not good live up don't live up you know like lord of the rings lived up but not everything does live up to the hype there's
1: there's no doubt that his level of excellence has played into everything since then
0: right although i will say this i feel like spielberg's not as hot although he is what seventy some years old i don't think he his name yeah i don't know the last time i was wowed by a movie but this was definitely
2: one of those movies I mean you got what recently Ready Player One, which it's fun, but you know, it's not like at the
1: I I crazy liked Spielberg it. level. I, I yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the ride. Um I think I can be less critical in, in some capacities, um and just just enjoy the film. Um you can go you can go either way. But I
0: haven't seen it. I, I watched like the first hour, maybe not even the first hour, the whole get over Kong kind of scene mm-hmm. thing or whatever, go under it kind of thing, whatever I saw that. And then I kind of stopped after that. I'll go back to it. Um, you, you have to kind of fun. think about
1: it. Just it's a us Humans, right? Like people, people want to retire. People want to have a break. You know, he's, he's done incredible things and there's no shame. I was going to say, yeah. 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 He's and, already and wanting...
2: had an amazing career. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if he wanted I mean, to retire, like in ready player
1: him. one. Yeah. Ready player one. I actually really enjoyed.
0: Okay. It's more of an mm-hmm. homage, too, probably, right? It's mm-hmm. just like, hey, Hollywood, oh, we've yeah. done all this stuff together. Or, like, yeah, humans exactly. Have come exactly. Up with everything. Like, video games are in yeah, there. Yeah, it's and, like, hey, know.
1: I've done these things. Hey, the new upcoming people, take this and have fun with it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go back and watch yeah. it. I, I didn't dislike it. I just I stopped watching it because, like, meh, I don't know. The kids are kind of hearing some words I don't think they should probably should hear actually in this. But, but Jurassic Park, I couldn't stop. I could never stop watching that movie. <laughs> how, how do you stop watching that movie? You know, it's just, it's is so, it,
1: is it, I, I don't want to be over aggressive when I say this, but he's probably one of the best directors of all time. Well, yeah. Yeah. Indiana I really Jones. Of when I, yeah. I mean, oh. back to the future. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> you've, you've talked my my top 10 films are right in that, in that. <laughs> and,
0: Something to be said. Uh, so, real quick, before we wrap up this, and we'll go into uh, the game, um, w- we can't not talk about this. I, I don't want to go too long on it, but there is a fucking franchise called Jurassic oh, Park, boy. Jurassic World, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah I think they all suck. I think, I think, compared to the <laughs> wait, first wait, wait, one, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Before you say they all suck, I actually really love the Lost World Jurassic Park, which is part two.
0: I would say that's probably the second best because of that <laughs> ending scene at the end. And it's got more Jeff Goldblum, but
1: that's
2: probably the one I've seen the least. Like I vaguely remember it, you know, I don't think else... I remember yeah, anything but... but the third. Yeah, I've seen the third one a couple of times just because I have some nostalgia for it. Right.
0: But, but I, and like I'll forgive. I mean, come on. You have the greatest movie of all time. How do you make a sequel? Not everybody's going to make Empire Strikes Back, right? Not everybody's going to do that. Not everybody's going to make Terminator 2. It's hard to follow up. So with Jurassic Park, I think we all wanted it. Even still today, we're still like, oh my God, new you know, Jurassic Park movie or whatever it is. I, 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 As much as I disliked the newer movies, I think they don't have any of the magic. Um, I did like, did you guys watch the last one? Yeah. Okay. I did like that. That girl was a clone mm-hmm. of a dead character, and they cloned her. I thought that was really cool. That they they think that they could clone humans. I did like that idea of this cloning technology. Let Let me just say. Let me just this.
1: I, I don't mean to like take take like a ton of like time in here, but like, uh, so in Jurassic World or the, the sequel to Jurassic World, yeah, that was one of the most emotional, saddest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: Wait, what? Like, when well, yeah, the
1: yeah. dinosaurs are trying to, like, they're tr- they're desperately trying to get on the, oh. the airplane that's like leaving, dude. And that one, I I, I can't watch the that flames movie again because, dude, it, I, and it's just, yeah, I literally. I haven't whoa, seen it yet. I mean, I I here here we go. Want to watch it, dude. Here There's I go like crying this one again.
0: Scene out of nowhere where it just gets like sad. They're like somebody wrote the scene and says. I don't care, Gary. Whatever you do, just make sure that this one scene is in it. All right, it has to be. I don't care what's going on. And it happens in the movie. They're like leaving the island on this big ass boat. All the dinosaurs are yeah. on there. And then this one dinosaur was left behind. And it's like, Again, I... I don't it's... know
1: if it's because I love Jurassic Park so much or because like my own emotional response as a human. Yeah. To say no, like, yeah, it is a sad That scene, was, regardless. that it was is. one. It's one of the most set. <laughs> Saddest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I literally can't watch the film again because like.
0: Right. If a dog dies, I can't see. If a kid dies, I can't see. If a dinosaur dies in the fire, I can't it. It's sickening. It's, uh, it's sickening. Yeah, dude. No, it's a good. I would say it's better than the one that came up before it out of the two new ones. But. Well,
1: that I was just know. trying to like get everybody excited about what's to come. You know, yeah. I'm, I like Chris Pratt. I like the journey of Chris Pratt. Chris
0: Pratt's great, but uh, yeah talking dinosaurs on motorcycle i don't know that it was movies. yeah
2: it was the same thing with uh as uh force awakens like it was a like a soft reboot of like they tried to sure. recapture this nostalgia from the first one you know because they showed Fair. like the jeep and the goggles and you had all these moments where uh they tried to get you feeling nostalgic and that it worked in some points but not oh yeah you know, it, f- it was cool it when it they
0: went short. to the old jurassic park lobby that was mm-hmm. pretty cool when they went in there And no, but i don't know whatever
1: this is a side note again. I, I don't mean to go into okay, like a, a sponsorship scenario, but when I went to Universal Studios in oh, yes. February, they've got the visitor center like completely yeah. built oh, out. Oh yeah, they got the gates that you walk through, like the Jurassic oh. Park gates, and they. And they uh they have some of the the vehicles like they have the Ford Explorer that they kind of decked out with the moonroof and everything. That's awesome. And uh, yes. I had my wife take a couple pictures with me, <laughs> 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 like just in front of that thing. Like it's uh that's like I don't a, know, it's one decent. of those
0: yeah. It's like there's a couple things you want to do. You want to like walk through the gates of Jurassic Park. You want to like I don't know get like orange or blue milk at the cantina <laughs> in Star Wars like Mos Eisley or something like that. There's like certain things in the movies that you wish you could do. Sit in the man, uh the Mandalorian. Sit in the DeLorean. Oh. I'm I'm with you on that, dude. Those gates. Again, oh, yeah. the art direction of Jurassic Park is just like you can't just have a normal gate. You got to have this fucking gate. Mm-hmm. Like King Kong is behind that thing.
2: Mm-hmm. it was inspired by king kong like the 1933 uh king kong movie steven spielberg was really oh was inspired it by okay yep. i knew
0: the line was thrown in there i didn't know that that's was why that's sense. why the line was in there yep because oh, see.
2: basically that's... took the gate from king kong and uh he's like yep that's what i want the uh, entrance okay. to jurassic park to be
0: okay um all right well I, do, we've been talking about this movie for like an hour i think we can wrap it up is there anything else you guys want to say before we go to break and play our game or-
1: Okay, I'll I'll give three random things really quick. Do it. This is this is funny. So, my uh one of one of the buddies was my roommate for a long time when I was like in college. Uh, he actually he had one of the teeth from the T Rex. uh, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, his stepdad was like in the art department. Okay. And so I actually got to hold one of the one of the teeth that was in the actual scene from. Well, the T Rex is above the car. That's above awesome. the Ford Explorer. Really? Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, now it's all broken and decrepit, and so oh, you can see all three of them. Don't tell but, that part.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay,
1: I apologize. But be able to hold something like that was that was part of the set. A movie relic. Yeah. Yeah, like it would. Yeah, know, this movie. Not it's to like. It. Yeah, go back. Like <laughs> it inspired literally the entire my my entire career. Um and, I, and so that's why I'm really grateful to you guys to let me <laughs> as yeah, a guest dude. on this podcast. I had no idea. Like, <laughs> yeah, did, that's like awesome. I I would think about this as a five year old. Like, how did they do the sound design? How did they? How did they film this? And I had no idea. Yeah, at that but, age
0: too, you didn't even think about that shit because you just watched the movie. But in this one, she's like, wait wait, mm-hmm. wait, 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 wait.
1: How are they doing mm-hmm. this? <laughs> yeah, exactly, and 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 to be able to hold up a prop from the the set, yeah, that's cool. It's is so special to me, yeah. Um, and and being the, the first soundtrack you know I ever listened to, like I I literally thought like, how are movies when, made? When you held the tooth, were you like, duh, 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 <laughs> duh, <laughs> you know, what's crazy duh, duh, is the duh, duh, detail they put into a tooth. You know, they're putting the lines on it. You know, there's you're not gonna see that on the film. No. No, nah. this might be a, a a a part of the tooth that's not even even in the film, and they the art department did such a fantastic job to try to show all, showcase yeah, all dude.
0: that. What uh? What were the other two things you wanted to share, Nick? You had um, two yeah, um, cool yeah, the other
1: yeah. I mean, the other things are I have a Velociraptor at home. <laughs> I, <used> to... <laughs> I stole one. This is kind of weird, but. You know, like you see in the beginning of the scene, they're kind of uncovering these fossils, which yeah. I think like inspired a whole subplot of it, anthrop- anthropology to try um, to understand like how these things. Uh, that's true. You know, actually, came to life. I
0: saw that. I saw that they had record numbers after the movie came out, like n- mm-hmm. more than ever. People were into it, which is kind of cool.
1: Well, even so, I was in college around like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yep. And I remember, you know, so I went to school for business, but I remember. Like I talked to multiple people that were going for anthropology and oh, understanding really? that whole yeah. And and what's what's wild <laughs> and is And they were in
0: denial that Jurassic Park was why they're doing No, I don't even mean, see that <laughs> right. movie. What's it about?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, you're you're learning about these things. That's what, like why this film has so many multiple levels. Yeah. Is I think it expanded your mind a little bit to understand like what we you know the human experience what what our responsibility is on this planet you know what we should be caring about right should we be caring about things that 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 have become extinct because natural selection said that they they shouldn't exist anymore and and now we have to we have the responsibility to say as humans <laughs> should we protect which is that
0: why was this awesome with the ceG should we go down? Should we do this? Should we really start playing around with CG movies because we've been doing all this stuff with like animatronics and stop motion? It, I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. It's it makes you think in so many levels and like in it's like on the meta level and just like the general overall. What are they really trying to say? Should we fuck around with science or not?
1: Should mm-hmm. we really mm-hmm. COVID?
0: People, a lot of people think that it may or may not have been made in a lab. You know, like are humans making stuff like diseases? Is this something we should or shouldn't be doing? You know, so it, it's it's very relevant. We should just today. turn
2: into a conspiracy podcast.
0: Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to conspiracy. Uh, all right, well, hold on, hold on, <laughs> real quick. And then, what's the what's the last one you got there, Nick?
1: Um, the other thing is the the sound design and the soundtrack. One of the major effects I've had on my life. I listened to the soundtrack as a very young child and it had a major inspiration on kind of my musical journey going forward. Okay. From a sound design perspective, like I remember understanding that there's not always a correlation between what you're hearing and what you're feeling and what somebody created to kind of give you that feeling. So for example, when they're in the uh I don't even know what you call it, like the the lab and they're they're seeing the Velociraptor break from the egg for the oh, first yeah. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early in the movie. Yep. Yeah. They use an ice cream cone. They broke apart the ice cream cone as the sound design for how that a raptor that raptor was was emerging from that egg uh-huh. and i remember that's something that has stuck around with me probably for 20 years
0: that makes me think it's ilm that did the audio then because they the way they made the um sound effects for that movie was like wild like it was like a motorcycle engine it was electric wire with all just f- fully yeah, artists like that job I,
2: sounds so fun to do <laughs> you know being a who, fully artist
0: it is just like oh hold on a second uh, yeah i was just sitting down and then my wife opened up her lunch and she made the sound i was like that sounds like you know like how mm-hmm. how do you know to take an ice cream scoop it's like hold on a second that's what it sounds like i think as a you know a designer a senior designer role these days like when i When we meet kids, I'm always like trying to tell them, like, hey, listen, like, yes, there's templates and processes and all these things that are out there. But really, if you really want to stand out, you really want to do something cool, just make it any way you can. Use your brain, think outside the box. It sounds cheesy, but honestly, to stand out, sometimes you got to do something that's unorthodox, something different. Just go for it because you don't know what you're going to make. And that's the beauty of creating something that's never been made before is that it's never been made before so then you can make it any way you want so when they were making these dinosaurs come to life right nick like that's (laughs) they didn't just like cop out and just like oh let's take like a komodo dragon you know they or er, eric you were calling it out like they took like a fucking dolphin and Mm -hmm. and they took all these sound effects like i think that's so cool and that's that's what i think that that pays off i think that's why we can in our head still hear these dinosaurs today like almost thirty years Mm -hmm. later well, you see um,
1: many, many films from here on out copying that what the, the template that Jurassic Park created. Yeah, it's,
2: it's ground, groundbreaking, really. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All I have to say to wrap up, fantastic movie. One of my favorites of all time, groundbreaking. Uh, Listen, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening to I this and watch it. Uh, what, That's all I got.
0: One of my favorite lines in that movie is... Um, when uh, Malcolm goes to the to the, he's like, "Uh, it, you will have a uh, di- dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour." <laughs> he's just like, "I yeah, love that's a good that line, uh, dude." I, like I remember that. in the movie laughing at that, and I just still laugh at it today. Um, all right, that's Jurassic Park. Let's take a break, and then let's play Twenty Questions, movie themed, right after this. I like a really cool T Rex that was brought back from extinction, we're back. Was that cheesy? That was kind of cheesy. I All liked right. it. I'm sorry. That was that was lame. That was lame.
2: Good transition.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: All
0: right. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I did it him justice. Cl- um, close enough. Whatever. I'm on theme. Uh, but anyway,s <laughs> yeah, we're back and we're back with a game. This is a new one and it's a special one because Nick's here and he's a movie guy. So Eric go. and Nick are gonna work together. Teamwork. You
2: I was going to say, normally we're normally we're competing against each other, so it'll be yeah.
0: different. <laughs> we're going to do 20 questions, but it's going to be a movie. Okay. So the only thing is, there's only a couple of rules, really. Um, You can't just guess a movie four questions in and then think you can keep going. As soon as you guess the movie, it's game yep. over. Okay? Yep. okay. So I would, if anything, save it until you're 100% certain or it's the last question and you just got to take a guess. So question 20 will be your guess. Be. Fair um, enough. Yep. Other than that, like really, sky's the limit. I'll do my best to say yes or no to it, um, and that's it. So yeah, uh, twenty questions. Here we go. Uh, find let's the movie. do it. So here we go. Say, All right, I'm ready. Uh, let
2: just just start throwing stuff out. Uh, I'll th- I'll throw yeah. one out. Um, was this movie released after the year two thousand?
0: Um. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay. So got a twenty year span there. Let's see. Nick, you got anything?
1: Does this film require CGI? No. Interesting. No. Interesting.
2: Okay. That's a good question. Um, Let's see. Was this movie released after the year 2010? No. Mm. Okay. All right. 2000 to 2010.
3: Good. Yep.
0: Only a couple of movies made in that 10 year span. And, uh, Only a couple.
1: <laughs> we, dis- we discuss this a little bit more on break, but. um. This podcast is very liberal, and it's and its ability to consume alcohol.
0: <laughs> oh yes, a hundred percent. So if you're sober on the show, you're doing it wrong. I'm not sober anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that, nope. that being said, I have an
1: encyclopedic knowledge of film.
2: <laughs> there we go.
1: Okay. All right. Work. Well then.
0: All right, movie guy. What's your next question?
1: <laughs> Does your film require children actors? No. Okay.
0: Ah, I like all no these requirements again. Actors. All right. Yeah, yeah,
2: No CGI, no nope. child. 2000s actors.
0: movie. Yep.
2: Shit. Okay. Um is this Man, there's so many genres of movie. I, I would love to pare <laughs> it down. Um
0: There are no parrots.
2: Is no, There's no parrots. Um would this movie fall in the comedy genre? No. Mm.
1: No. Okay. I'm probably too drunk to talk about drama or thriller or horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, the
0: good news is it's a movie that I'm pretty sure you guys have seen, so Okay. Don't think of too deep on what movie it could be. Okay, it's... okay, okay.
1: Does this film include uh, concepts that are related to future events?
2: Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Um Oh, that, that, okay, that kind of answers a good question. So I assume that means it takes place in present. Well, that could either mean present or
1: past. You have to, remi- um, you have to remind yourself that well, Brandon was born in like 1980.
0: <laughs> 81. Hold on, a, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> this movie was made in the 2000s. Okay. And when it came out, it was present day when it came out, if that
2: helps. Fair enough. So it was... It, the setting is present day. Okay, to so kind of a degree. Yeah.
1: It,
0: okay. Yeah. Um,
1: Technology has violently exploded. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Time has moved
0: on since this movie came out too, so um, our present day is not the same. But
2: yes. Let's see. Um, man, movies are a lot harder than video games. Um, is was this? I'll just say, was this movie well received by critics? Oh yeah, when it came out. Oh yeah. Okay. Well received. Okay. Okay, so very okay. Assuming popular, good movie came out in the two thousands. Not a yep. comedy.
0: Eight questions in.
2: Come
1: on. Mm, this makes it really difficult. <laughs>
2: I really want to know genre. Yeah, I know. Okay. Seriously,
1: go for it. Uh, well, we've, we've 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 removed comedy from it, which right is probably, probably the easiest part of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yes,
0: you guys are so close. It's not a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Um, is it an action film? I know it's a really simple um, question. So
0: or we I could say, s- is
2: there action elements in this movie? Like, you know, action oh, scenes. Yes,
0: yes. I okay. would say it's not an action movie, but there are some killer action scenes <sighs> in it when it happens. Okay. Right. I've got okay. I've That's got my mind questions. wrapped yep.
1: around a movie right now, and it's hard for me to think outside of it.
0: Oh boy! So okay. why don't you why don't you try to eliminate it then? What what's a question you could that would kind of eliminate, it, but also help you find out what else mm. it
1: could be? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs>
2: <sighs> I'll just say, does this movie? Um, how do I want to phrase this? Um, well, I can't. You said it was set in modern day, so I don't really want to ask that. Man, I don't even know what to ask it. We point. get
1: 20 questions, right?
2: Yeah, what questions. are we up to right now? 9. Uh, um, you got 11.
1: Okay. All right, I'll
0: give you some easy ones you could ask. So think about gender, think about um franchise, think about uh Oh, that's you know, stuff a good like one. That. Is yeah. this
2: movie part of a franchise?
0: Yes, it is part of a franchise. So it's just helped you with that. Question 10. Okay. Which, is that it a franchise? A good yes. I should have 2000 yep. movie that's part of a franchise. Drama, like Ooh. it, yeah, it has some
2: action in it. An
1: action drama. Mm-hmm. It's getting concerning,
2: and it's well liked. Right, Very well received by yep.
1: critics. Does okay. the main character have success in finance?
2: Oh wow, that is an interesting Uh-oh. question. That is an interesting question.
1: I would say yes.
0: Oh, the way the. Yeah, way the way the main character holds themselves,
2: they is this movie they broke. <laughs> is this movie an adaptation of another medium?
0: I believe it was a book, yeah. Mm. Yep.
2: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Good question.
2: <sighs> 12, that's 12 questions. You got eight more? Part of a franchise... But also adapted from a book. Well. Huh. I feel like that okay. alone should help you. I was gonna say, yeah, that it
1: should help. But definitely, definitely, is it? <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently not. A little bit. Man. Um. We welcome audience uh, participation, even though this is a recorded <laughs> podcast. I know people are like yelling out. Yeah, I know. They're...
0: I would ask this question: Why are they asking that question?
2: Are there any fantasy elements in this movie? Like, fantasy? do any of the characters. No. You... No, 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 I think this okay. movie's trying so to be more. It's realistic. grounded. Yeah, it's,
0: it's grounded. It's like ground, grounded yeah. in. Okay, all right. Yep. That that helps. Yeah, I think that's 12 questions. You got like eight more. Yeah, let's just say eight more. That was question 12. Question 13. What do you got?
1: Is the main character on a quest to figure out why this is all happening?
2: Ah uh, yes. Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if that helps. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the the main character of this film, it's very relatable to me right now. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I will say that the 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 main character likes to have a beverage. Likes to have. A beverage. Same with me.
1: I Brandon is this character me? Am I, I like to have a, <laughs> a beverage? It's your documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary the film on me. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Let's throw out an easy one. Is this character a man? Main character a man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's oh, like okay. fourteen questions. You got six more to go.
1: Philly like have like an encyclopedic mind when it comes to movies, and I'm a little stumped. But
0: that could hurt you because then you have like a thousand movies in your head that's, when your average true. movie watcher just has like ten. Right. That is true. All right. Well, it's a movie that came out in the two thousands starring a man. Yep. Uh yep. I gave you the hint that he also likes to have a beverage. Uh it's a drama that has some action scenes in it. And mm-hmm. uh it's part of a franchise that is based off of books. Oh my god. Um, I don't know what else I could say. This, I was gonna to say this should be that. I feel like that
2: should that should give us a a pretty uh And it's not a clue, comedy. But... Yep. It's not um, a. Cl- it's not a comedy.
0: He's on a quest to, to find he's the answers. Quest. I guess that works yeah. out in this way. Yep.
2: Let's see. Um, is the let's see. Is there a main villain in this movie, like a main antagonist?
3: Yeah. Yeah. There is. Movie? Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. But it's not like so. I can't. I mean, I asked about the fantasy because I was thinking it might be like a superhero. Type movie, but it right doesn't sound like it. No, because remember, it's me. more
0: realistic. There's no fantasy stuff to it. It's more grounded. It's realistic.
2: Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Um. Man, I can't. Seriously, this is tough with the movies. There's so many different.
1: There's, there's literally one hundred thousand. There's
0: there's there's a couple movies that exist. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right. What what question? Oh, how many questions are we at?
0: Uh you're at like you have five questions left. Okay. Four actually, because the last one is gonna be your movie. So you have four questions to try to whittle it down and then you're finally like yes.
1: Nick, you got anything? Um, I think we might be able to to condense it a little bit if we understand maybe some of the production crew.
3: Sure.
2: Yeah. Actors, we yeah, directors, but yeah, there's so many to choose from.
1: Hmm. I
0: don't think the director's gonna help you with this one.
1: Well honestly. No. And that that excludes a few directors as well.
2: I was gonna say that's a that's a decent
1: yeah. hint. Yeah,
0: that's All a right. hint.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: I want you guys to win. I want you guys to get I this. I know,
2: I know. This is hard.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh trying to think about um. Maybe like actors try to think about the music. Think about all the things we just did with Jurassic Park where like the things around the movie, not the movie itself, but the mm-hmm. things that made it, you know, like those tend to help me figure out something. So I would I would rec- I would say think of things that make this movie unique. What what could you ask that separates movies from other movies? You did that in the beginning because you guys were like talking about like is there fantasy elements in here. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's it's see. part of a franchise. I, th- yeah, I know in the two thousands that, well. that went over well based off of a book. D- yeah,
2: because uh, like I had in my head like Lord of the Rings, but I asked about yeah. fantasy. There's only right. a, there's only a few that
1: come to like, mind.
0: Okay,
2: let's hear yeah. it.
1: Well like he's just said it. Like uh
0: But without fantasy.
1: Without fantasy. I know without
2: the, without yeah, fantasy. Like, because yep. I was thinking of, like, Batman Begins 2, um, but that's not it either because it's not like superhero. Yeah, so from
1: 2000 to 2010, you, you've got... Uh,
2: then I was thinking, like, Men in Black, but that's not it. Right.
1: All of them fall into this category of somewhat fictitious...
0: Oh man, hmm. I thought this would have been easy.
1: It probably is easy. That's a problem. That's a problem. I was problem. gonna say,
2: I'm sure we're making it I'm sure we're making it harder for ourselves.
1: Yeah, I would
0: say so. Yep.
2: So clearly there's some famous actors in this movie, but like who was so who popular in the two thousands? Um
1: Charlie's Theron
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> of the, Oh wait. Hold on. Well, uh, uh, I, I had an idea. Uh huh. I was thinking Mission Impossible, but you said it. I mean, you we asked about action, and you said it wasn't an action movie, but it has action in it. And Mission Impossible is purely an action movie. like. So it can't yeah. be that.
0: I like what you're thinking. Um, I like where you're going with that. Okay. Are you, yeah, so you got a question that can help you with that?
2: I was just thinking, like, is Tom Cruise in this movie? But I don't want to ask that. Um. Oh man. Let's see. Is let's is this the first movie in the franchise?
0: Um. No, it is not the first movie in the franchise. But in a okay. way, it is the first movie in the franchise. Hmm. It's one of those franchises. Oh. They
1: can't talk. That when you it, when you start talking about it's that, like you, reboot. Yeah, style. you kind of invoke. Um, you you do invoke James Bond. You you invoke things like Spider Man or Avengers oh. or even some of the Marvel comics that had reboots. That's
2: why I'm I'm stuck on superheroes, but it it can't be superheroes because I already asked about like it's more grounded. Yep, and
1: some of the recent superhero films have been a little more grounded. You know, even when you think about watching oh, like, man. uh, the dark or, uh, Batman begins or the dark Knight, like yeah, I love, I, I, see what you're saying. I appreciate those films yeah. because they, cause they're kind of realistic. Yeah. They bring the Ish. realistic aspect yeah. to it. All right. Here's my guess. Oh man. As, as a joke. Scooby-Doo the movie. <laughs> yeah, it is not Scooby-Doo the movie. Oh my God.
0: Uh, oh boy. <laughs> That'd have be been if funny That's it.
1: That. That's the one. No, I'm, I'm obviously a joke. Um... <laughs>
2: Hmm. So it's okay. Yeah, that's interesting. It's not the first in the franchise, but the way you framed it, it's like a soft reboot, kind yes. of. Yes, yes.
1: That's where I'm. Yes. Where I'm arriving as well.
0: Yes. Yep. Use the question to get that.
1: So God, you have that like should four give questions. us questions. Yep.
2: That should give us such a <laughs> uh, a huge clue, but I can't.
0: Oh my god, this is painful don't at this point. Else. I feel like I, I know. I feel like I'm I should say it. <laughs> it's like Saving Private Ryan all over again with you guys. Oh my god, Saving oh, Private man, Ryan. Man, that was brutal. Yep. Wait, Vin Diesel's in a movie <laughs> with Matt Damon. What is this movie? And Tom Hanks.
2: <laughs> Listen, I've never Ted seen Danson. it, so I, that's yeah. one. That's one I gotta watch. Yep. Um, I don't know why. I'm just having a uh, I'm just blanking this out right we- now. Is a, guys, um, it's this
1: weird thing of like, there's a a decent amount of them, and also a very strict amount of them as well. I'm trying to like psycho. Yeah, you're, you're hovering around <laughs> it. I'm trying to like psychoanalyze. Yeah, pra-
2: it's definitely. <laughs> it's got to be something like like a Mission Impossible, James Bond type movie, but less actiony.
1: Right. Right.
2: Uh, Cause it's stuff def- yeah it's definitely in that realm but hmm
0: I feel like I can't give you guys any more hints without telling you the name of the movie or like what the name of the main character is <laughs> oh my God. again uh 2000s movie it's kind of like a soft reboot part of a franchise uh drama with some action in it really good action uh main character is a man um pretty grounded movie um was well received and uh I'm trying to think what else um the main character also enjoys a beverage um
1: okay
2: and it's not james bond like unless it is i don't know the the whole action like well, you guys drama say mission with impossible, some action, it, spinal, and i don't know it is the, throwing me off why
0: you don't think it would be that i haven't heard a reason Cause, why cuz you said cuz
2: you said it was a cuz you said it was. i would classify those as action movies and you said it wasn't an action movie
0: action is avengers i don't know if i look at mission impossible or
2: anything like that and think
0: like i guess those are action cuz they have high action in them but there's also a lot of fucking talking in it but whatever
2: um, I would okay. classify Mission Impossible 100% as an action movie. But now I'm thinking uh, uh, Again, part... I can't
0: call this movie an action movie Listen. even though you might think about it afterwards, but I honestly okay. I can't. Let's right there. Is this part of
2: the, is this a James Bond movie?
0: Yes, it is. Is this oh. Is
2: this Casino oh. Royale?
0: It is Casino Royale. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Thank you.
2: Jeez, man. Listen, that There's whole a... non-action drama thing you, threw right? me off. Yeah. But think about
0: it. The parkour scene in the mo- beginning of the movie is sick. But other than that, I can't believe not much. It, it's a, it's a poker game and shit mm-hmm. for the second half. Okay. Or more. Yep.
2: Because I was like, when when uh, Nick brought up like James Bond, like I was like. That's, i know i was like all
0: right, the criteria they, they yeah i was like i was like all right they got it they got it
1: <laughs> and i okay. guess i don't <laughs> I, I sometimes you know when you're, when you're talking about these types of things yeah you don't want to be cliche <laughs> you know i know. like <laughs> i hmm.
0: wanted to pick a movie that i, I guaranteed you guys have at least
2: i was just yeah i was stuck on like personally i would say james bond is like action like but i know but I could, I could see royale how i could see how movie, casino yeah. royale could yeah. be more of a drama yeah
1: okay oh uh, well cause casino royale has it has multiple stages right yeah it you know, has that kind of cool element it has a drama element and it has really emotional But that much comedy like
0: but it's also yeah. a two and a half hour movie so you're what bound year to have, did that come out like 2009 2006 Oh, that's
2: old? Holy shit.
0: Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, probably around that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I remember watching. So, th- my friends were like, hey, let's go watch this uh, new movie that just came out. Yeah. It's called Casino Royale. Yeah. And for some reason, I didn't connect that it was James Bond at the time, which I'm a big James Bond fan. Yeah, I couldn't get wow. into the Pierce
0: Brosnan ones. I thought they were so cheesy. And then when this came out, I was just like, I finally can get into James Bond. Because this one was mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. so well, yeah, I love this with movie.
1: It, what, what's funny is like when you grow up, I think you have a different bias towards which James Bond, like you're yeah. affected which, by. Which one are you? Like <laughs> which I, one are you? Yeah, well, I felt I felt in this weird category of Goldeneye and Pierce Brosnan being my why oh, yeah. James Bond. It
2: was it was for me because I mean Pierce Brosnan was like in all the video games I played when I was younger. He was sure. the face yeah. of James I Bond, so like he was yeah he was James Bond for me. But with enough, well, with enough like poking and prodding and hints, Brandon, we got it. Yeah, from, we got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. The
1: Daniel Craig James Bond feels on point. <laughs> right.
0: Yes, he's he's super good at it. Um. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for playing. Glad that we got there. That was I was fun. like, man, I don't want to do the first round of uh this, and then we don't. Yeah, movies. <laughs> win, I
2: mean, movies. You have like what 150 years of. Movies with video games, you have like hey, 30,
1: 40 years, to, you know,
0: like, Eric, next episode, you or Dave can host and I'll be, ready. we should, I've got awesome questions to, to
1: when ask. it comes, when it comes to Casino Royale and this again, when I watched it, I was probably like 20 years old, Right. Eva Green as the, uh, oh, yeah. kind of main female, yeah. like that that rocked my world. Yeah.
0: yeah she was, <laughs> she had a cool
3: look for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was fun all right, well, we'll have to well, do that next week
0: thanks. yeah thanks. thanks for playing along gentlemen Um, so we can wrap up Eric real quick if you want to just kind of plug in some social and then I'll let Nick plug in some of his social and then we can get out of here
2: yeah, sure, yeah I'll sure. just do all the plugs you can follow us on Twitter at Nomads of Fantasy can email us uh nomads of fantasy at gmail.com. You can follow us and watch us on Twitch whenever we do some tw- Twitch streaming at twitch.tv slash nomads of fantasy. Um, I put out a call out on Twitter just uh to see what everybody's favorite, you know, we talked we said we were talking about Jurassic Park, see if anybody had any favorite memories. Um, and our buddy Jake Iveson again responded on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Um he said the chills as a kid watching this movie, as soon as you saw the vibrations in the water of the heavy footsteps yep. from the T-Rex were real. Also watch this one a lot as a family. We would often joke about how quickly Nedry gets killed off because of our love for Seinfeld. Um, yeah, dude. So yeah, that was a cool <laughs> one. Thanks Jake for sharing that. Um, But yeah, like I said, just a fantastic movie. And Holds up Gives today.
0: Chills. Not many movies give you. <laughs> not many movies give you chills. Yeah. So yep. that's no. That's a good. That's a good point. Thank you for writing in. Um, all right. And Nick, is there anything that you want to plug? Anything going on? I here
1: for sure. For sure. Stage is yours. Yeah. Um. Well, what I I want to just say, like, I feel amazingly blessed. I had to be part of um this. This episode, the Jurassic Park episode.
2: Yeah, man, happy to have you.
1: It's a monumental feat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I could go on and on, uh, just talking about this film. But uh, Um, I'm too drunk to do it. (laughs) uh, That's part of the part of the equation, for sure. Um, I think for me, this is definitely a film that kind of revolutionized the way I thought about the creative. um, Really, kind of opened my mind, expanded my mind, if you will. Mm. You know. Here we are as adults. If we want to expand our mind, we're gonna try some acid, <laughs> okay? Yeah, I think that's so. <laughs> as a you young know. child. <laughs> as a young child, if I want to expand my mind, I watch Jurassic Park, and uh, <laughs> um, I think uh, I'm I'm eternally grateful. It's part of my my story as far as where I came into creative or filmmaking or anything because I thought a lot, I pondered a lot about how they made it. Yeah. And I try to recreate that as a, as a young kid. And I think that will forever be a part of, uh, of who I am moving forward. And I don't know if a Spielberg foresaw that the amount, especially with the 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 age of the internet coming into fold shortly after, what that effect would be on yeah. the hundreds of thousands of people who are following the same career path. That will have an immense immense effect on the future of, honestly, the world.
0: Right. I think Michael Crichton um, and Spielberg have created a lot of dreams in a lot of people's lives. And a lot of people have yeah. pursued and become amazing people because of something like this movie or this story. Yeah, you are one yeah. of them. True, tr- you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: truly inspiring. I can say that. I I 100% agree with that, and I don't think I'm the only one. And it'd be selfish for me to think that that was the case. Um, but yeah, as far as uh where I'm at as far as social media, you can find me at, uh, at Nick On most uh platforms, N I C K A R N O T. Uh, that's where I'm at most of the time. Um, I'm trying to uh create legacy. I'm trying to create a uh. I don't. I don't like uh, giving people a path where like there's clickbait or there's anything other than just something true that they can find. With I want to be part of the conversation in terms of inspiring people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you'll find with me. I have a new brand called Proof Positive, that is really in the in the realm of creating documentary film and things of that that that, that try to create an a, an environment that. Expand people's minds to think like, hey, there's something bigger than myself or or bigger than the environment that I'm in. I really want to inspire people, and I think that's what, <laughs> as cheesy as it sounds, cool, yeah, Jurassic awesome. Park did for my for me. And if I can impart that on anybody, that that's a huge success.
0: Okay. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, we we do this show knowing that everybody talks about this stuff, but we're doing it because we want to do it. And we want to talk about this stuff and we're all about, you know, like, you know, like collaborating and networking and all that stuff. But also just, I don't know, I hope that people get inspired to make a podcast or or maybe when next time they look at something, they they wonder what went into making it. Why do I like this? Why do I hate this? Why do I want to tell other people about it? You know, so it's all our style anyway. So I'm. Thanks for being on the show tonight, Nick. Uh, yeah, so. oh, I'm incredible. I think you did. I'm, yeah, thank, I think you think cut you, loose, <laughs> which is great. I told you, you got to cut yeah. loose, man. Don't be... Hey. We tried being sober I'll take any and, and it's hard. Uh, you got to cut loose, man. Um,
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm very grateful that I can be part of this particular episode. Yeah. Uh, this is something I'm, I'm actually uh, I, very... Uh, respectful of and, and influenced by and like even when we, when we were talking before we yeah sorry the episode even even the that i got the, the vhs copy of the Dude, film cracks me up um, it's it's a monumental part of i think a lot of where people kind of got the inspiration to go into this this field
0: well i think i think i want to be you know moving forward i do want to actually kind of a little bit more respectful of the topics that we pick because we, you know, I just said, Hey, Nick, what do you want to talk about? And you named up all these Spielberg movies and go, How about Jurassic Park? And you're like, Please. I'm like, Okay. And, you know, I, some people are going to come out of the show. <laughs> they might have a favorite movie. If we talk about it, um that just makes me feel so good. I'm glad that we all got to share a movie with you as a guest that we all love, that you love. And mm-hmm. I hope that people, they haven't seen this movie in a while. Um, or have been wanting to watch it, or maybe they have kids and they want their kids to watch it. I don't know. I hope that they listen to this episode, it gets them excited about the magic of, of Jurassic Park and then the power of movies and the influence of creativity. And I hope that people just get inspired from this episode and have fun with it yes. and go back. Cause like, yes, it, we all mm-hmm. know that movie is awesome. We're not talking, let's just talk about why it's awesome. Well, it was so, like me. I like yeah. I,
2: I mean, I hadn't seen, I haven't watched this movie in a while. It's been probably a couple of years right. at least. Um, and like, the episode for the podcast maybe watch the movie maybe watch like some behind the scenes like documentary oh, type man, stuff ready to talk about so it. Yep. you know it got me interested in all that stuff learned a ton more about a movie that i love so you know it's it gave me a reason to uh dive into all that stuff again
3: mm-hmm.
0: all right yeah uh okay well i think that's it um i don't have really a cool quote to close it with i just want to say hold on to your butts but that's that's, Dude, that's it.
1: <laughs> there are a million quotes from Jurassic Park. You know, like it's it's unfair to even say that there's one that you could even. Do
0: you got one that we haven't used yet? Uh,
2: there's a million. But... I mean, well, you know, <laughs> we haven't said "Welcome to Jurassic Park" yet.
1: Welcome, welcome to, Jurassic to Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> one of the thing I think one that one really affects me is when Alan Grant is describing the the six foot Turkey. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's, when he's talking about how vicious of all after, scares shit of a out of that kid. Yeah. He's like, you know, maybe he'll, uh it's very casual about it. Maybe I'll, maybe he'll, uh, you know, carve you across the belly, spilling your intestines. <laughs> it's like, when have you ever heard that in a film? That's so violently right. dark, but so beautifully and eloquent. And the or of the kid.
0: families. Right. And like, there's, you're still alive as they're eating you shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: You're right well think about right. that
0: before you watch this movie think about how it's it kind of a horror movie
1: it gets very existential very quick if you really try to like anticipate everything that's being said
0: all right i think that's i think we've talked about this movie enough yeah let's get out of here all right guys
1: all right thank you guys so much for having me it was a, it was a true pleasure i loved every second of it
2: yeah it was a blast thanks for thanks for guesting. thanks for coming on yep Alright, we're out of here. See ya?